0: Hi guys, welcome to the podcast, All Things with Anna, where we talk about the good, the bad, the ugly, and everything in between. Hi guys, hope you guys had a great week. Um, in honors of Valentine's Day, this Tuesday, we will be talking about all things with learning to love. So, in life, you commonly hear the phrase, I hate. And I'm so guilty of that. using that phrase. I say, I hate a lot of things in life. You know, I say I hate school, I hate winter, all sorts of things. I feel awful after it, but I do say I hate certain things and whatnot. And like this is a question I ask myself, do I hate or do I love? You know, when you have come into a conflict or um, something difficult in your life, do you hate or do you love? It's a simple yet very complicated question In life, you have two options, to love or to hate. You know, it sounds all plain and simple, but um, discussing it is something that's, like, super important, I think, because just a lot of people say, I hate certain things, and they don't understand, like, the true impact of what that means and how that affects other people, how it affects your relationship with Jesus. Um, Just overall, being a hateful person is not only impacting you impacting other people, and just impacting the world around you. So this episode will be discussing on how to choose to love someone even after they have wronged you. So um, I think that this episode goes hand in hand with Valentine's Day and just this week in my life personally. um, You know, you have two options in life. You can love or you can hate. And um, I just see like so many people in my grade, and just, not even in my grade, but in older classes above me and stuff, with the trend, F word, Valentines, you know, that's, you know, it's just like, seeing other people happy can really, like, trigger some people, I guess, and that can, like, cause them to say some really hateful things, and just, like, not be pleasing in the eyes of the Lord, or even in the eyes of humanity, you know, (laughs) but, um, I just want to start this episode out with saying everybody messes up. It circles right back to what I said in my second episode, All Things with Perfection. Everybody messes up. Everybody's allowed to make mistakes. You know, mistakes help you learn. Mistakes help you grow. You, without mistakes, where would you be in life? You know, there would be no challenge. There would be no risk. So you, mistakes are vital in today's life. But there is such a thing as bad company. You know, bad people, not bad people, because I don't believe that people are bad, but I think people can commonly do bad things, you know? Uh, it's kind of a hard concept to me, but I think bad company is a real, true thing, And so just for instance, when people bully you, comment about your appearance in not a nice way at a party, or if someone sends around a video or a picture that's embarrassing, it's bullying. You know, it sounds childish and immature to say it's bullying, but that's what it is. That's the dictionary definition of bullying. It's bad company. If a person lies to you or fails to show up in your life time and time again, it's not kind and it's not right morally and religiously speaking none of it is right none of it is morally or religiously or just personally okay none of it's okay um in 1 Corinthians 15:33 it says do not be misled bad company corrupts good character so not only is it corrupting that person it's corrupting us it, it's corrupting our character the people that we surround ourselves with if they are vaping if they are cussing if they are constantly filling your life with unnecessary drama if it's they're constantly bullying you if you come home crying from every sleepover if you're if you go home from work one day just you feel so left out nobody includes you That is bad company. And it's corrupting your character. It's corrupting your joy as a person. So the common thing that people of our world do when that happens is we hate. You know, it's funny to say, oh, you're a hater. I'm a hater. I hate when people do this and this. You know, it's like a joke. But the word hate is not a joke. Um, We say um, mean things and... Well, people will say mean things to us and we say mean things back, you know, that's not the way to do it. So when someone blurts out something about your teeth, you know, you could easily snap back and be like, well, look at your teeth, you know, but we, we choose to love, we choose to set ourselves aside and think about if that makes her feel better about herself or if, a boy saying to another boy that they suck at football makes them feel better about their athletic abilities, let's be it, you know? So be it. It's okay, you know? As long as you aren't taking it to the heart. If it's making them feel better about themselves, go for it. We are learning to love in this episode and in this time period of our life. Um, another thing is we will post something on a social media story that's, like, uh, petty or it's just, like, if it's just adding fuel to the fire. You know, we gossip, we make the other person look worse, we're kind of switching details in the story to make it sound more pleasing to one side. So many things, but it doesn't justify any of it. It doesn't, none of it justifies wronging someone. You know, we not only realize that when uh, things that matter happen um, or like when we snap on somebody, but we're corrupting our own character. It's not even about the person anymore. It's about us and not even in a selfish way, but the way that we treat others reflects on to us and the way that people treat us like influences us. As much as you think hanging around a gang of smokers isn't going to influence you to smoke. 99% of the times she will end up smoking, you know? It is constant, like, my dad always said to me growing up, you are who you hang out with. So if I'm gonna hang out with the Christian girls at school, I'm known as a Christian girl. If I'm gonna hang out with drama girls, I'm a drama girl. If I'm gonna hang out with the stoners and the people that are getting um detentions and getting suspended for various drugs at school i'm known as one of those girls you have to think about how other people's behavior is reflecting onto your own and if it's reflecting onto your own in a negative light some things need to be evaluated in your friendships or who you hang out with or what clubs you're in or etc but disregarding all of that You can choose to love. It's always going to be hard, but choosing to love is what Christ wants us to do. You know, wearing what would Jesus do bracelet? Let's add the next four letters. He would love first. He would love the people that people find unlovable. He would find the people that have wronged so many people so many times, said so many mean things, have done so many awful things. He would still love. And forgiving is what christ does he does not sit there and talk about how much of a bad person that person is and how they're just the most terrible person for doing that you know they need to be punished etc cetera, etc cetera. in his heart he would forgive he would make it known that he has forgiven them but it comes to a point of he loves them but as a human being as a 13 year old or i'm not even 13 i'm fourteen. Sorry. As a 14-year-old girl, do you sit there and surround yourself with them, or do you love them from a distance? You're allowed to love from a distance, and I feel like I can't stress that statement enough. But as much of a person does you wrong, Christ would forgive them, so therefore you forgive them. Colossians 3.13 says, Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has grievances against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. You forgive people just as the Lord forgave you for your sins. If the Lord has forgave you for all of your sins that you've done, which I know my sins that I commit are daily. It is an inevitable process. So I must reflect that onto other people and forgive them just as he forgave me um but don't dwell on the wrongs of people everybody has good in them everybody was made in his image everybody's in god's perfect creation and he made no flaws in his creation his creation was absolutely and it was perfect there was no flaws so the next time you say you i hate so and so they're so ugly you're quite literally saying you hate god's creation and you think his creation is ugly You know, when you put that into retrospect, it sounds so awful. Because it is so awful. If, you know, this person may have done this to you, but that isn't... You don't go for appearances. You don't go for their character. You know, if that... If saying... If whatever they said or did to you um, boosts their confidence a little bit, I am here for it. You know, walk all over me as much as you want. But just know, we won't be associated with each other you know you're allowed to forgive and you know you can forget whatever happened and you can love and you can move on but you have to know that that person is corrupting your character and so that is drawing you further from christ and so are you going to be further from christ are you going to stay with christ holding steadfast um so I think personally, I'm so bad on focusing on everybody's flaws and their personality that I can't even see their good flaws. You know, I'm so critical of other people and just one mistake really like has me thrown off for forever. And so I have been working on personally when people have wronged me just to kind of look past it, forgive, see if it's. Corrupting my character. If it's making me a worse person and involved in a ton of drama, you know, I have to reevaluate some things in my life. Second Timothy two twenty two through twenty-six says, Flee from useful passions and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace, along with those who call on the Lord from a pure heart. But reject foolish and ignorant disputes, because you know that they breed quarrels. The Lord's servant must not quarrel, but must be gentle to everyone able to teach, and patient, instructing his opponents with gentleness. Perhaps God will grant them repentance, leading them to the knowledge of the truth. Then they will come to their senses and escape the trap of the devil who has taken them captive to do his will. I think that kind of ties around to what we were just saying right before this. But a huge takeaway is that, number one, it is saying how much the Lord dislikes arguments. He does not want us to sit there and argue over something you know i'm a firm believer in like not arguing over the phone like i really think like calling each other is a better option i don't want to, i don't want to text like i've just learned that like previous times before like talking over messaging in an argument just doesn't work it doesn't make anything better i mean i've learned it the hard way It doesn't make anything better. But he hates arguments, period. He doesn't want us to argue. You know, fellow Christians, non-believers, he doesn't want us to argue. We are supposed to be united in Christ. And so when you are consumed with drama at school, work, your sports, or whatever, it's mentally, like, it's actually mentally exhausting. And it is so easy to just lash out in anger and say something hateful. But we must bear the fruits, we must act with the gentleness, and we must forgive. I'm not saying that if you're put into a rough situation that you should just act like it's all fine and not show any emotion and just be like some proper little lady who's just like, oh, everything's holly jolly, like, I'm fine, even though this person did so-and-so to me, I'm fine, everybody's fine. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that you're allowed to set boundaries without being mean say what you mean, but don't say it mean. You know, that's, I tell my mom that all the time, like, it's all my um, classroom wall in my science class, but say what you mean, but don't say it mean. You're allowed to set boundaries, and you're allowed to hang out with people you want, and you, you don't have to cut it off the first thing something happens, you know. You're allowed to set boundaries beforehand and so when things are like um happening like someone's spreading rumors sending out a video anything you know you don't have to say something hateful and so growing up my parents like always said if you don't have anything nice to say don't say anything at all because sometimes when you're so angry at a person that, like, you mentally, like, can't, it's not even anger, but it's, like, you just have kind of focused on their flaws a little bit too much when something happens. Just don't speak to them, because you don't want to mess up your relationship with the Lord even more when you say something hateful, because if you can't say anything, then just don't say anything. Like, it's better to stay silent than go on a rampage and say how much you hate them, you know? So, I just think, like, truly and deeply, if you don't have anything nice to say, just don't say it. So, it's not petty to not talk to them. You're saving yourself. And you're saving yourself from, like, just being a hateful person if you can't speak to them. Be slow to speak and slow to get angry, you know? Don't just get enraged the first time something happens. And I think I'm just preaching to myself here because I'm, like, I'm the easiest person to get, like, angry quickly. But I, like, I try to, like, keep my cool because I do not want to say something that I will know I'll regret. But the lucky thing is, and I feel like this is how I end all my podcasts because it's the truth. Jesus is perfect, you know? We can't expect humans to be perfect because we were literally meant to mess up. We were literally created to be imperfect that's why we follow a savior who is so if this episode hits home as hard as it does for me to you think about your future actions and how you can apply past mistakes that you have treated others and when they have wronged you and how you can choose to love even if it's from a distance forgive them in your heart and if you have wronged somebody then reach out and apologize. Ask for forgiveness from them and from the Lord. You know, life is too short to not be happy and not feel the love of loving others. I can trust you that I feel so much relief when you just like let go of all those grudges that put such a weight on you. And hold on to all those awful things people have done. People have said, you know, there will always be people like that in your life. But you can choose to love. Hold on to Christ's everlasting love. And that's all I have to say for this week. I hope you enjoyed. Thank you.